It's the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is June 30th, 2019. Today's readings come from 1 Kings, chapter 19, verses 16b and 19 through 21, as well as Galatians, chapter 5, verse 1 and 13 through 18. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 9, verses 51 through 62. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. At the end of the following story from the first book of Kings, young Elisha slaughters his oxen and burns the wooden yokes that kept them together. What does Elisha's action tell us about his commitment to his new role as God's prophet? A reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord spoke to the prophet Elijah and said, You shall anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, as prophet in your place. So Elijah set out from there and found Elisha, who was plowing. There were twelve yoke of oxen ahead of him, and he was with the twelfth. Elijah passed by Elisha and threw his mantle over him. Elisha left the oxen, ran after Elijah, and said, Let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Then Elijah said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? Elisha returned from following Elijah, took the yoke of oxen, and slaughtered them. Using the equipment from the oxen, he boiled their flesh and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then Elisha set out and followed Elijah and became his servant. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. St. Paul teaches us that we are set free by Christ from slavery to the Mosaic law. Does that mean we can do anything we want? A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, Take care that you are not consumed by one another. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, You are not subject to the law. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. When the day for Jesus' being being taken up were fulfilled, he was resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. 
On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there. But they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciple James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. As they were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens, and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And another, to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury the dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to my family at home. To him Jesus said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, I'll follow you, but... Make sure that when you get us motel rooms for the night that I really do prefer air conditioning and cable TV and free Wi-Fi. And if you can swing it, I really like a double vanity in the bathroom. I'll follow you, Jesus. But could you get that stuff for me? I'll follow you, Jesus. But first I have to go bury my father. You see... My siblings are cutthroat, and I know they're going to go after dad's inheritance, go after my inheritance, so I have to be there for the funeral to make sure they don't pull anything really, really stinky. Uh, Jesus, I'll come with you, but uh, I got a lot of people to say goodbye to. I've got, well... And I think they're having a party, and, and, you know, I want to be there. So if you just wait, I'll eventually get with you, Jesus. He calls us to follow him now, right now. No delays, no excuses, no procrastinating. He calls us to hear his word in Scripture. And then to recognize what it is we're called to do to make the kingdom come alive in the world. Our minds and our hearts are open to the needs of others. And we hear that call and we don't make excuses. We do it right then. Because he calls us. That whole thing about let the dead bury their dead. Woo! I often think that Jesus must have been having a bad hair day that day. I mean, really? Let the dead? That's cold. That's really cold. But he wants us to follow now. No excuses. No procrastinating. 
just yes, because we know that his will is what's best for us and for everybody. I got two stories. This is a two-story homily. You ready? For, any of you fr afraid of heights? Two stories isn't that. Two stories isn't that bad. They were in Kenya. She was a mother with two children, and they were very, very poor. She barely had enough to feed her family. And they were in church. They came to church in their little village, and during the service, they passed the basket for the collection. This woman, destitute and desperately poor, when the basket came to her, she put it on the floor. She took off her well-worn sandals and she stepped into the basket. The whole church got really really quiet and watched her. This poor Kenyan woman understood the gospel, understood that what Jesus asks of us is a full response, total response. All that we have, all that we are, I will follow you. There's a story, this is the second story for those of you who were in the elevator. Come on, Frank, give me a break here. Girl in seventh grade, she's, she made the middle school track team, and she was having a good time. She really enjoyed it, and they had a track meet scheduled and here it got postponed, the weather, rainy, and that never happens in State College, so rain, okay. So um, that track meet was postponed until the next week, but there was a problem. You see, she was part of her church youth group, and the youth group had a project. They were to do a social ministry. They were to provide some ministry for some poor elderly people in their neighborhood. And she signed up to do that. She came to her coach and she said, Coach, I, I, I can't come to the track meet. I, I have another commitment. And the coach looked at her and he said, you made a commitment to this team. If you don't show up for that meet, you're going to let us all down. You better come. She went home conflicted, upset. She thought about it. She tossed and turned. She went back to the coach the next day. And she said, Coach, I made this other commitment. I can't come to our track meet. And the coach looked at her and he said, then bring your uniform, put it on my desk. 
you're off the team. That seventh grade girl gets it. We make a commitment. In our baptisms and every time we come to the Eucharist, we make a commitment to follow Lord Jesus and to do what he would have us do to make the kingdom come alive in the world. Come follow me, he says. What's our excuse this time? Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.